Uh, breaking news, folks. Joe Biden is uh, gay. <laughs> breaking news, folks. Joe Biden is Irish, and he refuses to talk to the British media. Oh, that was the best video ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Really fucking sick. I love that. Jimmy Savile's a pedophile, Jack. <laughs> it's true. Jimmy Savile is a pedophile, but fucking... <laughs> the best part about that is that Biden's not Irish, right? He's just some German guy who says he's Irish. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, it's a very strange thing. I, he's it's a doing, very weird thing to steal the valor of. Yeah, he's doing patty face. He's stealing our valor personally. <laughs> um, the culture is not your costume, Biden. <laughs> it would be funny if Joe Biden, like, code-switched when he talked to an Irish person. <laughs> <laughs> he actually hates Guinness. <laughs> okay, holy shit. Okay. We're going to talk about this a little bit because, Joe, you found this article yesterday, but I don't think you guys knew this. So, the <laughs> the Trump thing where they tried to schedule his his uh, statement to the media at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia, <laughs> but they accidentally scheduled it at Four Seasons Total Landscaping in Philadelphia. <laughs> get, get this, get this. We, currently where we're sitting, we are a 10-minute drive from that place. Oh my god. We, we could have seen that happen from across the fucking bridge, dude. We could have... Uh, it's in Taconi. Uh, dude... <laughs> It's in Taconi, so it would have been fucking $5 to get there, see Rudy Giuliani speak in front of a pornographer store and a crematorium. Oh my god. There's all the places you drive past when you drive over the bridge, and it's like, oh, who goes here? It's like the president, I guess. <laughs> the, pre <laughs> the president declares he's not out yet here in front of this. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, if, if you folks haven't heard back uh back home um yesterday or the day before i think the day before um, it was yesterday <laughs> it was yesterday uh, trump gave a speech about how the uh, dirty dems are stealing the election um they, they accidentally scheduled it at this landscaping company in, in like the industrial part of philadelphia called four seasons <laughs> it's just so fucking ridiculous um and uh so yeah he, he gave the speech about the the dem stealing the election in between a store that sells like comic book porn and one that just like incinerates dead bodies i mean <laughs> could we get any more of an, an apt metaphor rudy giuliani fondling a giant wax figure of Deadpool with Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> I, Trump, yeah. Trump starts his speech, he's like, you should see what they have tentacles doing in this store next time. <laughs> it's, it's tremendous. Doing the Democrats, folks, the dirty Dems, they're wrapping their tentacles in and around our beautiful democracy. <laughs> oh, that's a dog whistle, my friend. Hey, uh... I'm a dog whistling at Donald <laughs> Trump's magnificent gams. <laughs> How about that? Hell yeah! Well, let's let's go. go. We're we're bringing back catcalling for Donald Trump. <laughs> we could have we would have been able to catcall him from across the Delaware. That would have been so cool. I don't think he was there. I think it was Rudy oh, was the he biggest was, name I think there. He was there. No, it's Trump's legal team that's in Philly. Uh, I thought. Oh, I swore I saw a picture of him there. Yeah, no. It's Rudy's the biggest name there because Rudy's his, like, the guy leading it. Which is so fucking funny, that, like, in the context of Borat. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't schedule this wrong. They didn't book the wrong place. Rudy wanted to, you know, kill bir two birds with one stone. Head over to the porn store <laughs> after, his, after he <laughs> exactly. gave his speech. Exactly. He had to... Oh, 
Oogle, ogle at some broads. <laughs> it's an awful word, isn't it? Ogle some manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's ogling some lollies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You see, Mr. President, they're actually 1,200 years old. And that's, so it's okay. It's... <laughs> Oh, nice. Actually, they're pedophiles. I'm normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm a um, baby. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> got caught uh, trying to have sex with a lolly in a hotel room, but uh, Sasha Baron Cohen broke it up. Yeah, allegedly in <laughs> Minecraft. That <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that'd be so funny. <laughs> Our podcast that 200 people listens to gets sued by Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani was actually in Philadelphia to get his mayoral campaign off the ground. Yeah, he's, he's America's city. mayor. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably win. The tri-state area's mayor. Nine eleven. Exactly. He's just a new Rizzo, and after Philadelphia, he has to come to Jersey and be the mayor of, like, or Newark. Jersey City or something. <laughs> oh, God. He's Sick. the mayor of Vineland. <laughs> He's the mayor of Atlantic uh. City in, like, an Enoch Johnson sort of situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Who's the Commodore? I guess Trump is the Commodore. <laughs> Trump, yeah, Trump's the Commodore. Uh, and uh, Tom Cotton is Jimmy. <laughs> there we go there we go let's go yeah yeah just getting shot up oh, beautiful beautiful uh there you go folks that's our episodic um reference to boardwalk empire a show that none of you have seen though you should because steve buscemi's in it because the ira yeah, exactly in steve's in it it's worth watching the ira's in it that's also a good thing uh it'd be cool if joe biden lost all object permanence and reinstated like the troubles but took the side <laughs> of the irish yes. like yes. britain loses its special relationship because joe biden thinks the troubles is happening and he wants to join the ira because he thinks he's irish he's sending them surface to air missiles instead of Gaddafi. <laughs> yeah that's what my joke was gonna be was biden thinks that it's like the, the 80s right now and the troubles are in like a full swing yeah, exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, do you guys see uh, this trending? What? Uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris's husband will become America's first second gentleman. Let's go. <laughs> That's what they're going with, second gentleman. And his brother is, of course, the guy who led the uh, Prop 22 campaign in California. Let's go. Yeah, look at Big that. Big Tech was, of course, what funded Kamala's campaign. Yeah, look, look at that. Over... <laughs> Despite overwhelming odds, they triumph democratically. Am I right, boys? Let's go. I'm in favor what, of Prop 22. Let's go. What's really the most beautiful thing about the Joe Biden presidency is the sort of synthesis of money it represents. You have the DuPont old money that's ruled the country for a generation, and now you have the new up-and-coming, like, uh, Google and Amazon police state money. Yeah. And it's coming together to give us the first girl boss vice president and uh senile rapist guy <laughs> and i don't know to me to me this is beautiful you beat fascism folks yeah <laughs> yes. while while rudy giuliani and trump are in the pocket of big hentai joe biden is in the pocket of big ireland <laughs> uh, 26 plus 6 that's one jack <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Giuliani and Trump are in the pocket of Big Tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the last refugee of manhood on the left. I am your host, <laughs> Joe Shapiro. Uh, oh man, you really put me on the spot here. Hold on. Uh, I am uh, Richard Danny. <laughs> and I'm Matt going their own way. <laughs> Go your own way. That should have been the last Trump video instead of the YMCA video. Big towel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out the Fleetwood Mac. It's, uh, it's, it's men going their own way. It's a bunch of like bulky guys who are like, women are evil, bro. Yeah, it's like it's like incels for guys that could probably fuck but just won't. Oh, you mean you mean Gamergate? Basically, music during uh, campaign things is going to get so much worse now that Biden is going to be the president instead of Trump, right? Because Biden has access to the full catalog, top of the pops, any song that comes out he could use. And people would be like, thank you, Mr. President, I love you. Yeah, but he's going to use like Bangarang. Well, yes, of course, (laughs) because that's the age of the average Democrat, like college consultant. Everyone's really into Skrillex. They're doing raves. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Trump would just, like, you know, use weird queenie hair metal, like Prince, or, <laughs> you know, just weird shit like that, because that's what his bass loved, and that's gone now. I don't know if Trump's bass listens to Prince. I don't think they're that cool. Oh, dude, they listen to Purple Rain. They listen to the Top of the Pops. They all, all do. Right, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's they all think rock, David Bowie's a Republican. Like, they don't care. This is what... <laughs> Only the thin white duke, nothing else. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's mostly like the scorpions. <laughs> the scorpions. <laughs> yeah. America number one. We we write the America number one song. Number one America, all of yeah. Germany. Um, but uh, on the topic of uh, you know, uh, gaming, uh, testosterone, giant penises, things of this nature. Uh, this week, uh, to start out the show. We have the, in the Daily Wire, Video Games, The Last Refuge of Manhood by Spencer Clavin. 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 One of those three. By Spencer Klansman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes. Um, So, I don't know if you guys had ever ever heard of this guy. I I certainly hadn't. so, so I looked him up. He is the host of a popular podcast, Young Heretics, which uh, oh it God. sure sounds it, it is what it sounds like. Um, I of course you're five five five, then I'm six six six. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know I had never heard of this podcast because I'm a normal fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> I looked him up, and uh, here is a couple of titles from their featured YouTube uh, videos. There is no neutral. Progressive ideas will ruin education. Well, I agree with the first part of that, at least. (laughs) The last best hope of the West. (laughs) America's eternal troops featuring Senator Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) They're just reading the names of the dead American troops, like the end of uh, the Trial of the Seventh thing. But it's just the, like, three guys that died in Benghazi. (laughs) (laughs) Over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Three guards to ambassadors died in a place that we made have slaves. Have you no shame, sir? <laughs> cool. Celebrate it. English is a miracle language. <laughs> English is a nightmare is language. If you know any other language, you have, like, a baseline for how languages work. English is ridiculous. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we're just fucking, like, dumb country, so everywhere else has to learn English, too, <laughs> to, like, deal with our bitch asses. Yeah. Well, it's because the last global empire was England, and then we're in the next global empire, so it's just like English has been on top for a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. Kazakh's coming back, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yakshamash! <laughs> uh, Shinkwe! I um, wish I paid more attention to that video of how to learn Kazakh. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Borat <laughs> voice podcast. My wife! Yeah, Great we're success. gonna do that all right, all right, all right. <laughs> last, last but not least here for the YouTube titles. Western culture is a treasure trove. Academics are hiding the keys. <laughs> uh, the communists have infiltrated, like, uh, middle school education or whatever. Um, uh, it's so great because all of these, like, blood and soil psychopaths want Western culture to be... I don't know, the Notre Dame, or, like, the Battle of Vienna, or, like, these things that happened in the antiquity, when Western culture is dominant in the world, and it is Arby's, it is McDonald's, <laughs> it is TGI yes, Western... it is free refills, this is Western culture. Western culture is a McDonald's on every single continent. Exactly. There is a McDonald's in Ho Chi Minh City, bro. Alright! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Continuing sort of on that vein, this article starts out. In between the excesses of censorship and violence, there's an important lesson for conservatives in gaming. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um <clears throat> one of my favorite games, God of War 3. Includes a scene in which the player, as the fictional Greek war Kratos, must infiltrate the personal quarters of the god Poseidon and rescue a woman known as Poseidon's princess. The princess is being held captive, one of her breasts exposed by an obscenely revealing garment. <laughs> to beat the level, you have to free her, but then use her body to jam an enormous wheel that opens the gate by which you must exit. <laughs> It's an absolutely grotesque moment of gratuitous carnage. I would just like to note here, if your favorite game is God of War 3, stop listening to this fucking podcast right now, man. You are a dullard. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, this represents conservative culture because uh, you're rescuing a woman to let her put her exposed breasts away. And then right, but then and then you throw her into a giant gear <laughs> to stop <laughs> to open a door, <laughs> which is a very apt metaphor for conservatism, yeah. and especially American republicanism. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the poor bastards who were like doing like fucking like. 80 hour weeks making this game like not going out in the sun we're like alright we have the princess what do we do with her next <laughs> Got then some guy who hasn't like peed in a few days is like what if we had to stick her in a gear bro and then his kidneys pop guys that learn to code because Robbie Mook told them to it's worse than that it's guys that learn to code because they want to invest in gaming culture so they take the worst <laughs> job in the world just so they can like program breasts jumping up and down for an average of 160 hours a week it is amazing yeah, I, 
<laughs> I just wrote this new engine that makes uh, boobies jumping up and down way more realistic. <laughs> it's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> the marketplace provides. One billion baby. Americans who all know how to code. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it goes on. What to do with a moment like that? The game is otherwise a masterpiece. <laughs> it's visually lush, narratively compelling, and a joy to play. This part really speaks to how psychotic this guy is. Following. It's controls. The designated system that translate the controller's set number of buttons and joysticks into the character's full range of motion are fluid and elegant. What the fuck? Why the fuck did you have to explain to your readers what <laughs> video game controls are? Because Why the, did you have to do that, Because man? the only people that actually pay for and read the Daily Wire are a hundred years old and have not seen a video game since <laughs> okay, Pac-Man. Fair enough, fair, fair enough. I'm thinking more of the Nicholas Sandman contingency. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, of course, but they don't actually pay for it. They get paid to write for this. That's the circle. <laughs> right, right. Just, no, you're right. They just watch the Ben Shapiro Snapchat videos, like, <laughs> incessantly. They're like, yeah. what does AOC think of, uh, I don't know, whatever. Ben Shapiro is so obsessed with AOC. It's very horny. <laughs> He's more obsessed than AOC with AOC than anyone on the left is. And yet, I can only describe the sacrifice of Poseidon's princess, and of an unavoidable part of God of War's narrative, as appalling and immoral. Typically, <laughs> there are two conservative responses to violence in video games, especially among parents. One response is to condemn games outright as a corrupting influence on young children. This attitude has a respectable pedigree. As far back as the 4th century BC, the philosopher Plato was arguing in his Republic that stories which depict heroes acting immorally can't be allowed to shape the psyche and emotional attitudes of impressionable children if they are grow to grow up into healthy, functioning citizens. This guy just... Wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> Everyone knows anyone who goes uh, for Plato over Aristotle, bro. <laughs> Lyndon this LaRouche is rolling in his grave. <laughs> this guy's entire prose is to just jerk himself off. Just stroke his own cock into his mouth until he's coming all in his own fucking throat. Yeah. That's what this guy does. And it's like, even if you like, like, the theory of the cave or whatever, Plato arguing that you can only <laughs> see good things or you will not become a good person is fucking ridiculous and just the thought of like some greek guy that lived off fermented fish guts and wine you know and children yeah and, and, little and boys, boys. <laughs> and boy semen which was a third of plato's diet so you have to factor that into any decision he might have made plato had to get his stomach pumped because he sw swallowed too much cum yeah exactly exactly <clears throat> But, because sensitivity and delicacy have been carried to such terrible excess by the left, and because horridans like the YouTuber Anita Sarkeesian <laughs> try so constantly to ruin everyone's fun by scolding gamers for their insufficiently enlightened attitudes, right-wingers sometimes respond by enthusiastically defending violence and sex in video games. So yes, now he's using this- What is this article from? This is- it's from like two months ago. Oh, he's that's he's talking about like 2014. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the guy. He's, he's mad about Gamergate. <laughs> he's extremely mad about Gamergate and using this medium for some reason to f <laughs> stoke his YouTuber beef. <laughs> like such a fucking loser, man. <laughs> but no one's even been mad ab about this girl for like many years. <laughs> this guy's like still posting Grumpy Cat and shit. <laughs> 
He's fully trapped in 2014. Oh, yeah. He's posting Bad Luck Brian. The left is losing the meme war to the right, and they're scared. <laughs> it's just, yeah, grumpy cat, but it says, I'm racist, the Holocaust didn't happen, bottom text. <laughs> it's an odd position for conservatives to find themselves taking, but it does make sense. If the left insists on shaming and browbeating us for liking a little red-blooded entertainment, we'll push back by insisting on the most extravagant and outlandish forms of violence just to throw our freedom in their faces. <laughs> Like, wow, yeah, you, you've convinced the right-wingers to call for blood and gore. I'm sure that took a lot of yeah. convincing. I'm sure that's not the baseline of the ideology. <laughs> a little red-blooded entertainment. Yeah, a little red. Who's, who's saying that there can't be violence in video games these days? Like, who's arguing uh, Conservatives that? when there's a school shooting, but that's, like, the only time anyone even brings it up, you know? Do they even do they even still go to that one when there's a school shooting? I thought their whole thing now was just kind of like deal with it. No, no, they're not quite at the car crash stage. They'll still be like, oh yeah, I think it's a big problem that there are guns and video games and things like that. And also join the navy. Yeah, I like how insane this sounds. If you take it out of even the slightest bit of content, uh, uh, context. We'll push back by insisting on the most extravagant and outlandish forms of violence just to throw our freedom in their faces. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I mean, the right, the right is pretty famous for that. Outlandish violence just to throw freedom yep. in, in uh, you know, people who, I don't know, are supportive of civil rights. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you, you can be like Timothy McVeigh and throw all yeah. this uh, violence in people's faces so you can uh, never be free again. Yes, I, this, is, this is the Gamergate Turner Diaries, to a T. And this guy's yep. version of this, because, again, this is a man with no imagination at all, is just beating up, like, the suffragette in Red Dead Redemption 2. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, this is the true American freedom to beat up a bitch wearing a bonnet theoretically 200 years ago who wants to vote. And hey, they they have uh, more in common uh, than he thinks. They both want freedom, and they're both probably racist. Yeah, yeah. Who wants the right to vote and is explicitly pitching it <laughs> to keep the black vote down? The cultural Marxist feminists at Rockstar had to had to include the feminist suffragists in their game from 1860. Yeah, it's amazing. I wish GTA Five was only Trevor. <laughs> Franklin ruined GTA Five. <laughs> so it goes on in my view the truth about violence and sex in video games lies somewhere in between these two conservative attitudes what really happened is this one by one all our major cultural institution became hostile to the vitality and enthusiasm that comes with men being men <laughs> you know what's super fucking masculine bro god of war 3 <laughs> you, have kill a, yourself. you have to be a true alpha to want to play this game about gods fighting other <laughs> gods with axes not a single man in this game has a fucking shirt on <laughs> saturdays are for the shoving of women into giant games. yeah exactly <laughs> The despicable accusation of toxic masculinity was successfully used to put movie makers, school teachers, writers, and artists of all stripes on the defensive when it comes to male forms of expression and entertainment. This is he's he's just mad Ooh. that Red Dawn can't be made now. Yeah. They they remade Red Dawn like just a few years yeah. ago. It still can. It can't be made. They, you're right. It came <laughs> no, out you're in 2012. Okay. Duh. 
Jesus Christ. He's just mad it has, like, the Hunger Games guy in it, who, of course, is, like, a liberal icon or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's mad you can't play Red Dawn in real life and just, like, uh, I don't know. It takes place in Russia instead, and you're just shooting up a uh, light bulb factory. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. The simple fact is, guys, tasked as they are with defending all that is good against danger. What? <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah, that that is the position guys are in. We defend goodness. I like that he calls them guys, not men here. <laughs> this is more of a dude's rock oh, type guys, position. Man. It's like a dude's rock chivalry. Similarly to how video games are the last refuge of manhood, men are the last refuge of... Good. What is... Yeah, Defense. good? Non-evil? Against the forces of evil. Which, Which is women? I guess are women. Yeah, yeah what? <laughs> this is the dumbest... This this guy is fucking spectacularly stupid, but he's, he's one of these conservative, like, intellectual people who genuinely looks down on, like, everyone else as, like, literally inferior to him. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally have a taste for fighting and testing their strength against an opponent. <laughs> <laughs> and for all that is now condemned by Hollywood as sexist. Fighting is sexist. You can't fight anymore. <laughs> yeah, UFC doesn't exist. Uh, boxing uh, doesn't exist. Uh, the Avengers, football. Like, the blood sport is America's literal favorite pastime. The Tarantino movie. Yeah, what are you even talking about? <laughs> uh, yes, and imagined nothing. He do uh, Whatever. But there's an ancient piece of wisdom expressed in the West as chivalry, <laughs> which milady, tip my fedora, which posits as the impulses and energies of young men must be honed and cultivated by experienced teachers. Otherwise, they'll destroy the world. <laughs> what? What is he trying to say? Men are the only defense against evil, and also. They will destroy the planet if they're not- They must not... be honed and cultivated by experienced teachers. What the fuck does that mean? Just because you were on Steve Bannon's boy-fucking plane does not mean <laughs> that is the average experience, and it doesn't mean everyone must take a ride for the world to work. <laughs> Stupid asshole. I think what he's trying to say is that, like- Boys come out all natural and cool, and it, it, it they go through the public school t system, which makes them into weak little girls. Right. It's soy-based. I think them. that's what he's trying to say. Oh, yeah. Exactly. The, the soy and the milk. <laughs> the milk the animal energy of red-blooded males is what fuels the best kinds of civilization building. What?! Uh, I'd argue in Stalin's case. But unless it's directed that way, it can just as easily express itself in the aggression and destructiveness that leftists have successfully successfully labeled as toxic. So he, he, he is literally saying that uh, there is aggression and destructiveness to it, but... Uh that for it to be labeled as toxic or bad is uh, is wrong. I, it doesn't make any sense. He's also saying that civilization cannot exist without, like, perpetual war. <laughs> the animal energy of red-blooded males like fucking taxi driver, man. That, this is what he believes <laughs> Yes, in. yes! That scene in God of War is literally taxi driver, isn't it? You talking to me and then he's rescuing the girl, but <laughs> not for the girl, for him. Yeah, and then he kills himself in front of her. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, no, he he lives. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I was really high when we you watched know. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a different movie you saw, man. 
Video games, being a new and relatively unfiltered medium, have mostly escaped the fate of high culture, and so become one of the last places where men can pursue and enjoy the kinds of stories they're naturally interested in. Stories of war, adventure, and heroism. <laughs> Read a fucking book, you loser! <laughs> but because all our usual modes of cultural transmission have descended into madness, a lot of the wisdom and cultivation is lacking in this new wild west of gaming. Have descended into this... madness, like the all-female fight scene in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> I've, exactly. I've come around to that in that it's it was so weird and forced, but it's just made them so angry forever. It's <laughs> probably the best I... moment in film. No, I agree with and that. I haven't seen the movie, so I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I haven't either, but I've seen the fucking gif on Twitter. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. <laughs> um... This poor motherfucker's grandkids are going to be like, uh, Pop, can you tell me a story? And he's like, have I told you the one about the great warrior Kratos? <laughs> yeah, his, his soy-based grandkids yes. who have who have grown breasts. Yeah, his cat boy grandson. <laughs> and his e-girl granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> um... This is one of the many reasons why conservatives should express an interest in video games. They still provide an opportunity for uncensored storytelling that is mostly beyond the reach of the anti-human, degendered left. <laughs> anti-human, degendered left, Catboy Pride Worldwide, baby. Yeah, industrial Catboys workers worldwide. Uh, <clears throat> Without rejecting or suppressing one ounce of the manly spirit, the spirit that pervades video games, we can use them to teach our kids and remind ourselves what true mature masculinity looks like. Oh my god! Like, is 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 this guy is this guy trying to say that we should educate children through video games instead of public school? Because I'm sure he hates public school. Well, of course, no one's ever been uh, courageous in real life, so uh, we have to show them stories through video yeah. games. Like, uh, Uncharted. <laughs> this was the greatest explorer to have ever lived. Uh, there's, there's no true heroism like, uh, defeating the Ender Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> there's no true heroism like finding a village, surrounding it in walls, trapping all the villagers in a cave, <laughs> making them trade with you for your profit, and making them live in a cave otherwise. Uh, yeah, folks, if you can't tell, we've all been playing Minecraft for the past week. Um, we ha we have been playing Minecraft, a true uh, capitalist wonderland game where the most <laughs> effective thing to do is build an automatic machine and uh, enslave your workers. Oh, yeah, don't let them leave. <clears throat> <laughs> so, remind ourselves what true ma mature masculinity looks like. Not unfettered violence, but disciplined courage. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this guy's like five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for sure. <laughs> there's yeah, some, he's, uh, he's like 95 pounds soaking wet yeah exactly there's some strong napoleon energy in this undercut <laughs> uh, <laughs> very boar energy um yeah this boar, guy rocks sorry. the conservatives have lost every front of the culture war so all they have left is like when kratos kills a dragon that's uh, me defeating Islam. <laughs> it's just all he has left, so... I don't know. God bless you, buddy. You can be our fourth mic any day. I think you'd add yeah. an interesting perspective to our pod. Yeah. Oh my god, he's the guy with the weird head and the tiny face. Yes, he is. That guy, yes. Not self-indulgent lust, but spirited courtship and procreativity. Not adolescent boyhood, 
but real manhood. Almost nothing is more important than that. Yeah, nothing is more important than manhood, a concept of being a man, not yeah. Yeah. healthcare, Th- this guy not is, education. This, yeah. not this guy is very food. similar to uh, Mac in Always Sunny, specifically on Mac Day when he makes them all go to the bodybuilding thing and <laughs> oil up all the men's bodies. Yeah, no, He's you have like, to appreciate the men. Yes, yes, exactly. That's that's what this guy is. That's what this entire article is. He just wants to touch men on their beautiful, rock-hard abs and talk about how not gay he is. Were Achilles and Petrocles lovers? Spencer <laughs> Clavin discusses love in ancient times. <laughs> <laughs> Oxford classicist Spencer Clavin gives his take on the long-standing question of whether Achilles and Pre- Petrocles were lovers. He then weighs in on larger questions. He says, no, they weren't gay, and when they say they were gay, they're killing democracy. <laughs> here, here he is smoking a, a big cigar of course now let's be yeah, clear here this guy hates democracy here's a yeah here is a fucking five dollar a month article about why it's cool that i want to fuck kratos and why you should too <laughs> why kratos's abs are fucking ripped and sexy but it's exactly. not gay to say that no it's masculine you're appreciating the male <laughs> form anyway uh he makes poems. He makes what? He makes poems and he posts them on some weird thing on Twitter where it's like his profile picture, but it's a video. Can you find one? Yeah. I, I'm looking at it right now. Read is it to it... us. Here's another poem that is good for this moment. It's called Birches by Robert Frost. Oh, he just, <laughs> he just reads the poem. When I see Birches bend Oh, turn this shit off. Cut this fucking bullshit. I do not want to... (laughs) He's just reading a Robert Frost poem? Jesus Christ, man. What are you, a freshman in high school? Christ. And now, a reading from Mein Kampf, which I feel has very telling things to the moment. Uh, he said the word, so I said the word. If he said the word, <laughs> I should have been allowed to say the word. Um, I've been arrested. I was not allowed to say the word. He's just like phrenology exam ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So in summation here for for this article, um, we we want to stress that this is not this is not entirely representative of gamers. I'm a gamer. I've been a gamer my whole life. Guess what? I think healthcare is a human right. Okay, you cannot you cannot bundle us all into the same group with Sp- Spencer Clavin. I I I'm not <laughs> I'm not I a counter, I counter that you basically can do that. We all play video games, but if there was a genocide of gamers, it would basically be just. <laughs> <laughs> other article i see is about kamala harris on the trending right now about what oh nothing about her road to vice president like they're barely even talking about biden all the news is kamala her road I... to vice pre- what 
Her yeah, road like, to vice president was she was going to get fucking nothing until Amy Klobuchar allowed uh, George Floyd to be fucking assassinated. That's it. And then, and then Joe Biden's campaign was like, pick the black woman. Yeah, pick the black woman who called you racist to prove you're not racist. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for your average smooth brain, that absolutely worked. Uh, whose brain are we eating? <laughs> Liberals. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, it's about time. Matt, right. did I send you a Snapchat last night, actually? Did you send me a Snapchat? I, when? Oh, I don't think so. When, after me and Danny went to fucking 7-Eleven, they have the Nerds Rope Bites again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the most important yes. candy is back. Alright, alright, Oh all my right. god. Welcome back to the second half of the show. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> um, it's, no, we're not talking about candy. Um, Although I'm gonna eat enough of it tonight that I get sick. <laughs> What we wanted to do was uh, show both sides, sort of, of uh, modern conservatism. Uh, the first side in, you know, advocating for genocide through video games and replacing the public school curriculum with Assassin's Creed. Uh, <laughs> and this half, we are going to do a continuation of our last episode, which was um, the book by Robert Kiyosaki and Donald Trump. Uh, we are going to do the article that we mentioned in that episode why i'm glad donald trump paid zero dollars in taxes and why the liberal media is wrong to attack donald trump about his tax returns by robert kiyosaki in richdad.com richdad.com sounds like a sugar baby dating website <laughs> it does. really really genuinely does that's i mean if they were if they were to sell their this domain name to someone that wanted to do that they would probably make more money than they have in the last 10 years it would generate more than these shitty books that come out once every three months about, uh, like, how to be Matthew Lesko without any, <laughs> yeah. but it without would, the soup. It would generate more money than uh, telling people that to invest in empty plots of land in Canada. <laughs> these guys are both good examples of, like, the conservative baby brain as opposed to the liberal baby brain. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of conservative baby brain, can we just talk about the election for just a second? I suppose. <laughs> In that, uh, uh, what do you have to say? Uh, w well, we all remember four years ago, Russia, Russia, Russia. He couldn't have won. It. That's impossible. Russia, Russia, Russia. Now, as of, what, three days ago, all we hear is fraud, 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 fraud from the conservatives. It's an exact mirror image of four years ago. They're all baby-brained yep. fucking morons. But, and here's another thing, wasn't Russia supposedly fucking with this one and Joe Biden still won, so, like... Yeah, uh, whatever. It'd be better the Democrats for... Democrats best Russia. Exactly, like... It... That dirty commie Putin. <laughs> it's better for Russia that Donald Trump is no longer in office and they'll hopefully stop talking about them all the time in Russia's really? eyes. Really? I mean, really? Yeah, exactly. It's... Like, keep my name out of your mouth. It's cope. That was a bad Russian accent. I could do better. Both elections were decided by like you know thirty thousand votes one way or the other. So even though the Democrats got uh, four million votes more each time, but <laughs> well, yeah, but you know that's just because people in New York or L.A. or people who vote and it doesn't matter if they vote. All of our votes, for instance, basically didn't matter because mm -hmm. Donald Trump lost New Jersey by what thirty points, forty. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Something yeah, like something like that. But we still voted for him anyway, because you know what I mean? You vote with your conscience. Yeah, that's true. We had the <laughs> conscious vote for the man because he didn't pay anything in taxes. Let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, so, 
yeah, let's let's get right into this. Let's get into Donald Trump. You can tell that the presidential race is heating up because the attacks are heating up too. In the past, much of political advertising happened on the television. Now it seems to happen in the so-called news media too. <laughs> what? 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 Pol- <laughs> are, is he trying to say that the news media like didn't exist in, until 2016? I think this is just a fake news type dog whistle, you know? Fair, fair, fair enough. So-called news media. (laughs) Not like Fox, a beautiful entertainment channel. (laughs) (laughs) This week, the New York Times, paywall, (laughs) printed the surprise news that President Donald Trump paid next to nothing in taxes. $750 to be exact. Of course, the liberal, far-left crazies are losing their collective minds over this news. But it's nothing new. Why would you expect them to understand how money and taxes work? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's writing one sentence there, but it's nothing new. Like, again, the biggest surprise of that story is that he paid $750 in taxes at all. Yes. Why didn't he pay nothing? (laughs) Yeah. Like every other rich guy. People were waiting four years to find out he didn't pay anything when they should have known anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's how it works. Of course he didn't pay anything. But he's also right. He's also right in uh, when, when he says how. Why would you expect anyone to understand how taxes work? Because nobody fucking understands how taxes work. All they know is I paid more than $750 in taxes last year. Shouldn't have Donald Trump paid more than that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a pretty fucking easy line of thinking. Which then they should get that mad about like any fucking shitty billionaire not paying anything in taxes, but it only matters because this one is thrust in front of their faces. And oh yeah. They don't like oh yeah, him. yeah, yeah, no. Not really because of policy, but because he's mean. Jeff Bezos shouldn't pay anything in taxes. Um, imagine if fucking Jeff Bezos was the president. Like, would these people like yes. him? Yes. If he was a Actually, Democrat, they yes. They probably would. Of course, of course they would. Of course they would. Mike Bloomberg was a case study oh. of that. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Fourth instead of first. Why are the liberals so obsessed with Donald Trump's tax returns? The candidates normally choose to release their tax returns if they are running for president. Donald Trump elected not to do this. What, do you hate democracy, liberals? (laughs) No, I I added that part, fellas. Uh, He is a smart man. And he knows that even if it is a sign of a good businessman that he pays little to nothing in taxes, that most people won't understand. They'd rather vote for politicians who are bad with money than a businessman who understands how money and taxes work. Yeah, you don't have to pay them if you're rich. That's the concept. Being bad with money if you're rich is paying taxes. Yeah, being... Yep. And as it is, they would rather vote for politicians who are bad with money. Joe Biden famously dog shit <laughs> with his money. <laughs> Joe Biden... One more house to manage. Joe Biden famously in debt while he was vice president. <laughs> yeah, in debt while being vice president, like, just worked as a DuPont boy... DuPont errand boy for 30 years, and somehow didn't make a bag. <laughs> he is still a DuPont lapdog. And he didn't make his bag. During the last election, Hillary and Bill released their tax return to the public. As the New York Times reported at the time, Hillary and Bill paid $3.6 million in federal taxes for an effective tax rate of about 35%, which, I must say, is wildly too low. It just way too low. Of course. Yeah, but, an effective tax rate of 35%. So Hillary and Bill Clinton made $10 million only? Oh, I'm that's, sure that's true, yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely, no, it's a legal fiction. Just like Donald Trump's paying no taxes, they make it look like they have no income so that they're paying lots of taxes, so they're more relatable. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm doing my part. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm doing my... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hillary and Bill literally do, like, $10 million speaking events. Are you fucking no, that's kidding exactly, me? Exactly, exactly. What, they spoke... They did one speech last year? Come the fuck on. Yeah. Uh, I find it interesting that Hillary chose to attack Donald Trump for not paying anything in taxes and celebrate that she paid so much in taxes. This, to me, shows that Hillary is a career politician, while Donald is a career entrepreneur. What? Dude! These people have both had jobs for a long time. And they, frankly, probably have a similar <laughs> amount of money and both don't pay taxes on them. Yes. Yep. Hillary just created a fiction to attack Donald for it, which was, you know, a good thing to do because Donald didn't hide it at all. It was just blatantly doing it. Yeah, let's be clear here. Uh, Hillary and Bill paid $3.6 million in federal taxes, but they also got to write off $4 million in, like, boy slaves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also shows me that Donald is doing what the tax code was intended for, while Hillary and Bill are being penalized for not doing what the tax code was intended for. That's also true. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> and yes. Biden wrote the tax code. Yes, exactly. The circle of life and it moves us all, man. Fucking insane. It is. It is beautiful. Like, everything he's saying is correct, technically. It's just, you know, morally reprehensible and this man should go into a prison that I run. He's such a smug fucking cunt. He's just exactly. like, oh, you pay taxes? You're a fucking sucker. I don't pay taxes, and I make a hundred times what you make in a year. No, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's, it's the only like, way you can not pay They taxes. don't pay taxes. <laughs> you think they only have this much income? This is all a fucking legal fiction to con. Yes, absolutely. I, this guy's a scam artist. Famously a scam artist. Famously, he has all of his money from being a scam artist. But exactly. We, he goes on. As I've learned from my rich dad tax advisor, Tom Wheelwright, the most patriotic thing you can do is not pay your taxes. How's that working out for a John Mackey? <laughs> Probably will in the end, but not John... Fuck. Uh, McAfee, Cut you mean? That. Oh, I thought yeah, you were just making... Cut a... that. that. That's that's the Whole Foods CEO. Oh, I thought you were just making a playful <laughs> How's meme How's that working out name? for John McAfee? Yeah, I was going to say, for John no, Mackey, always... it's working out wonderfully. For John McAfee... Oh, yeah, he's doing fine. He just gets to wear cargo shorts all the time. <laughs> exactly. John uh... McAfee has to wear underwear while he showers in Spanish prison. <laughs> <laughs> all right. but... Couldn't fake a heart attack to get out this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll explain in a minute. But first, a history lesson. So here he, he goes on to explain what happened at the Boston Tea Party. By the way, <laughs> Black Lives Matter rioters should be executed in the street as an example to make sure yeah. they don't try anything like this again. Yes, yes, exactly. I just, I just love that. He's like, let me, let me break down for my readers, which... Let's be clear here. His readers are also very happy that Donald Trump has paid nothing in taxes. He's like, let me break down for my readers the history of taxation in the United States. Uh, the Boston Tea Party. Fuck you, moron. Well, his readership is full of people who make $80,000 a year and want to be millionaires and think that uh, whenever they see another millionaire, they have to respect and admire them so they can become that. They want to suck boot all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm not sure when so many in this country fell in love with paying taxes, but the reality <laughs> is that the DNA of America is to pay as little taxes as possible. Paying taxes is not patriotic. Taxes are theft. But we need a strong uh, multi-trillion dollar military budget every year. We yeah. need... Well, you, you take all of that from the people who make less than $100,000 a year, but people who make more are rewarded with no taxes for being entrepreneurs. Yeah, and 
as entrepreneurs, they are given the contracts to have more money. Mm -hmm. It's a self-fulfilling cycle mm -hmm. that you are paying for. Classic. It's classic. You pay more in taxes because this fucking asshole doesn't pay anything in taxes. <laughs> the reason why the rich, people like me, hate taxes <sighs> is because when you give a bureaucrat money, all they do is spend... On contracts to give to the rich. Yes. The U.S. government doesn't put enough in saving. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. government is living outside of its means. Yeah, really. Why isn't the why isn't the if government investing so much avocado toast? <laughs> yeah, austerity on the global economy. Blood for the blood god. Let's go. <laughs> blood for Kratos. <laughs> As you probably know, the tax codes in the U.S. and in many different countries are long and complicated. The question is, why? The reason is that government leaders learned a long time ago that the tax codes could be used to make people and businesses do what they want by utilizing the tax code. Ugh. In short, the many credits and breaks that are found in the tax code are there precisely because the government wants you to take advantage of them. For instance, the government wants cheap housing. Because of this, there are many tax credits for affordable housing that developers and investors can take advantage of that minimize their tax liability, put more money in their pocket, and in turn create affordable housing. Everybody wins. But what if they don't want to make the housing affordable? What if they take the tax credits and then gouge you on the price? Because that's what fucking happens anyway. Yeah, they frequently take the tax credits, don't build the housing, then pay, like, whatever fee they charge them for not building the housing, and it's, like, $80 a year or something. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, nothing, and Spotify costs more. Awesome. So fucking sick. <sighs> I love real estate, and so does Trump. Why? Because of debt and taxes. Not death and taxes, but debt and taxes. <laughs> yeah, there's you'll no live forever, but you'll be paying the whole mm -hmm. time. You can purchase more assets for your dollar with debt, and you can save more in taxes through the tax code with credits and depreciation. It's basic investing, but unfortunately, most people know nothing when it comes to money, taxes, and investing. So they howl and moan, showing they're the highest educated idiots in the room. Yeah, all you have to do is lose hundreds of millions of dollars a year, and you get to write it all off. Yeah, Trump does look... This guy is so funny, because when we read his other book, he's like, yeah, I own, like, some apartment buildings or whatever, so, you know, he's just collecting rent from single mothers versus Trump is taking millions of dollars in like Saudi oil misogyny money and Russian radio shack money <laughs> and funneling it into failed buildings in Dubai to write off on American taxes and launder yeah. the money. Yeah. That's how Donald Trump uses debt. This guy uses debt to like, I don't know, start a force your, Tenants to suck your dick porno channel. <laughs> uh, they howl and moan because they're the highest educated idiots in the room because you have to think this is smart and therefore a good thing, not that this is evil. I just, I, I, like, I understand, I understand why he thinks that having zero taxes would be good because then, you know, the companies just do everything. The companies fix the roads. The companies do the lighting. Well, I guess that's already, whatever. <laughs> but like, how how do you con? I don't get how people are convinced of this when it's like, you know, I pay a tiny bit of taxes and so does everyone else, so that the roads aren't fucking gigantic holes in the ground. Mm. No, exactly. And regular people do believe that the tax code is so complicated on purpose, so regular people can't do that. And if you are someone 
who is paying taxes and thinks this is a good thing that these people can do this, you're just a fucking mark. You're, for real, you are <laughs> you're, a fucking sucker. You are yeah, you're falling for this guy's scam. You're a Hook, cuck. I've got sinker. a fucking bridge to sell you. Absolutely. Like, holy shit. I've got a fucking uh, silver mine in South America to sell you. <laughs> Literally. I'm gonna sell you to a, a opal mine in Ethiopia <laughs> to a, a Chinese company. Nice. Robert Kiyosaki. It's happening. He's gonna be the guy in the beginning of Uncut Gems who gets his leg fucked up. <laughs> the fact that Hillary and Bill paid their 35% tax rate and millions in taxes shows they are not doing what the government wants. They are not providing jobs, starting businesses, or investing in a meaningful way. <laughs> Criticisms of Donald Trump's tax returns are capitalizing on the general ignorance around money and taxes that much of our country has. In that way, it is actually a lie in a form of fear-mongering. Okay, so he's not entirely wrong on the fact that the, the country, there is a general ignorance around money and taxes, in that a lot of people do think that taxation is theft. A lot of people have no fucking idea what taxes do, where well they go. Frankly, taxation is theft when we are paying taxes and people like this are not. And if they paid taxes, we wouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to give away 30% of your fucking salary when you're making barely enough to pay rent and food. But you have to because this fucking guy and Donald fucking Trump and Hillary Clinton, regardless of what her tax statement says, <laughs> are doing this. They are running circles around you. Absolutely. I mean... This shit is so fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> I want to make jokes about it, but reading this shit from a millionaire scumbag slave driver like Robert Kiyosaki just pisses me off so much. He's like, you fucking morons. You pay taxes? You serfs. Uh, he writes like such a fourth grader that I was like, went into this, like remembering him as like a, a comedic dopey cuck character yeah. who was like, I'm not as cool as Donald Trump. But now he's just like, the most insufferable fucking bastard man mm. and uh i don't know i'm imagining him being crushed by anvils and other wily coyote-esque uh, stunts crushed by anvils in minecraft he's suffocating in a block of sand he is <laughs> he's, uh, he's running into a a wall that was painted to look like a tunnel <laughs> <laughs> gosh um it is an attack without legs to stand on Preying on emotions rather than appealing to logic and intellect. My emotions tell me that maybe the rich should be paying more in taxes than me. Yeah, logically, the rich, if they paid taxes, you wouldn't have to. Yeah. But you have to logically think it's cool that they don't want to pay taxes, and somehow that helps you. He thinks he's like fucking Professor X going into Cerebro and like going through the tax code and like <laughs> dodging all of the taxes, but Exactly, no. He is Professor X going into Cerebro and looking up lollies. <laughs> <laughs> so preying on emotions is rather than uh, appealing to logic and intellect, but that's what most of our politics has devolved to these days. So I'm not surprised. Want to know more? Read Tom's book on taxes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh boy. Would you like to know So more? very similarly to how the entire book we read by him is just an advertisement for his and Donald Trump's books, so is this article. An advertisement for his shitty books about scams. Exactly. That one's not even advertise. That's an advertisement for his tax advisor's book. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure he co-wrote or something. It's all yeah, a self-fulfilling yeah, yeah. cycle he, he, with he that did shit. The yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know. When I met Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, that's what we got. 
for this episode. Uh, I hope we uh, made you hate conservatives more than you already do. <laughs> yeah, it's great. We showed the two kinds of conservative. There's the kind that's obsessed with, like, uh, the culture war and, like, you know, Kratos' awesome abs or whatever. And, and then, then the one's doing Praxis. Yeah, and then there's practice. Yeah, theory and praxis. That's what we're talking about, which is some yeah. rich guy not paying taxes and telling you you're a fucking sucker if you think that's bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you gotta give it to him. Yeah, you gotta give it to him. We are suckers. Quite a Leninist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is like that Steve Bannon-style Leninism. <laughs> a James Buchanan-style Leninism. <laughs> More like James Big Cannons. <laughs> let's go thanks for listening to boomer death squad you can follow us on twitter at boomer death pod i've been joe i've been danny and i've been bye bye all right see ya let's go play some goddamn D &D, fellas see ya